Bazzetti by Robert Paul Weston. He met his wife at a public aquarium. I'm a miniaturist, she said. What does that mean? I make maquettes, she told him. A shiver of carpet sharks passed above them, splashing her face with light. For theater, for the stage. Later, he had to look up maquettes in a dictionary. She converted their second bedroom into a studio. They had no desire for children. He didn't mind. Despite having no role in their production, he thought of her miniatures as their offspring. Each commission was a perfect replica of some famous stage. The London Palladium, the New Amsterdam, La Fenice, the Ciboon on Lake Constance. Each with its own mise-en-scene, pristine in every detail. Cities, meadows, steamship decks, log cabins, moonscapes. The actors are the hardest, she said. They're the only parts that move. Solitude was part of the process. She could only bring them to life in private. When her studio's door was shut, he learned not to enter and never to knock. On the day of the accident, she was working on a musical called Strum. The story concerned a pair of elderly sisters who fall for a handsome and mercurial busker. At the hospital, the doctors told him she could wake at any moment. What surprised him most was how loudly he wept. At home, the studio door was shut. It was two weeks before he knocked, two months before he twisted the knob. The maquette was on her desk just as she left it, a city street with its tiny musician singing without a sound. In the apartment above, two old crones bickered in silence. He watched the drama in its entirety. When it ended, the figures bowed, resumed their positions, and began again. One day the busker's lips stopped moving. The tiny hands still plucked the guitar, but there were no words. The sisters' apartment was empty. The following morning, the busker, too, had vanished. There was only the model, abandoned and hollow. Years later, through the window of a slow-moving train, he thought he saw them, the sisters. They were in the grass near the tracks, in the front room of a newspaper house, still bickering. It may have been them, or perhaps not. Before he could be certain, the train rolled on. This episode of The Oddman's Tray was written by Robert Paul Weston and read by Chioki Ianson. Visit us online at oddmanstray.com to read our show notes or to submit your own story of up to 400 words long. You can subscribe to us on iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts.